0: I'm, I'm happy about today's episode, man. Uh, have honestly somebody I followed for a long time, man. One of honestly stylistically one of my favorite fighters, man. Um, Anthony Njikwani, man. This dude is a beast. He has, I mean, legitimate vet of the game, man. WEC UFC ONE Championship, man. Pro MMA, Pro Muay Thai. Uh, this dude has done it all. So without further ado, man, in our little quarantine of combat, let's go ahead and bring on Anthony Njikwani on the show. Brother, what's going on, man? Welcome to the Fight Podcast. What's up, man? Hey, thanks for having me, man. I
1: really appreciate that.
0: Absolutely, man. Well, look, man, I, I for real. Like, I, I was telling you a little bit about before we kicked it off, man. Really happy to have you on, man. Super excited about it. Uh, been a fan for a long time. Obviously, like I said, I'm um, 34, grew up in Chicago, wanted to, uh like I said, started kickboxing. And uh, obviously, once you start, you know, kickboxing, I was like, man, I'm going to do some MMA. I ended up uh, linking up with... Guys like Shoni Carter and and uh, Brian Gasaway and a whole bunch of dudes out there, man. And uh, and, and they, they they took me under the wing and I started training there, man. So uh, you were one of the ones that they told me to check out, man. Okay.
1: Oh shit! I didn't even know that. I didn't even know people were talking to oh. me like that.
0: Fam, well, we have- I, I thought
1: that was that dark skin that was swept under the table, you know. <laughs> no,
0: brother, not at all, man. Hey, check it out, man. Look, the the fact is, we already know. And honestly, one of the big things for me, the reason I really wanted to start this show, and and again, this is episode 206. Um, I've been doing this for uh, over two years now, man. And that one thing is, for me, there's not enough. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. We're working, man. We're we're grinding away, man. We're trying to finally get noticed by uh, everybody else.
1: (laughs) You guys are doing it, man. Pretty soon you guys are gonna be having like a million followers and shit. You probably already have it now, huh?
0: Nah, bro, not even close. Close, but, but, dude, but you know what, man, it's uh, because what my focus for the last little bit, honestly, was f- figuring out the quality, you know what I'm saying? And I wanted to make yeah. sure that as a personality, as an interviewer, um, I want to make sure that I was actually putting everything out that I needed to. I want to make sure that, you know, I was on top of my game um, because I understand what it is to be in that realm. I used to compete myself. Um, unfortunately, for some health reasons, I wasn't able to continue going pro. But I love the sport. And one thing and I'm sure, as you know, man, uh, for us, they they don't. The mainstream media does not give us the credit that I thoroughly believe that you know, black and brown folks deserve in the sport.
1: Hey, I, I know exactly Dog, what you're talking
0: about. And and, and 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 for I've been,
1: me, I've been in this thing for like how long, bro? I gave them so
0: many dope fights. Come on, man. Uh, let me know how many people know about me. <laughs> and, and, that's, and to me, <laughs> it's, it's like nuts, a hand- bro. It's nuts. I mean, between you and your brother, bro, Chitty, I mean, you guys go out there and stylistically, you guys have such a fun style. You know what I'm saying? A fun style. People want people that, and, and that's what I think I hate. They always talk about you want people to, who's going to stand up and strike with you. Well, we had we got yeah. guys. We have guys, and here's the thing, and the thing I always want to bring into account, and actually show people, is as you already know, there are there's a lack of representation in terms of black and brown folks in terms of, of MMA media. So no one's gonna pay attention to us if it's not one of us actually bringing it out there. You know what I mean? So uh, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, or, elevate. Or that. What was that?
1: Or acting ignorant, then right. then we'll put then we'll be placed out there. Oh. Now if we're acting ignorant. And acting like they say black. Yeah. Oh,
0: giving us all the oh, we'll rights.
1: be we'll be well <laughs> known. But I'll never i would never keep myself that low in order to just be well known, you know.
0: And it's funny, man, because I think there's there's more more like like you out there that and here's the thing it's skill wise. You you have the skills, you guys have always had the skill set. And again, like I said, it's a fan friendly <laughs> style. So you would think that they'd actually push those things, but you're right, man, unless you out there, what is it, like slapping strippers and, and, and getting DWIs and whatnot, man, they're not gonna give you the, the, the props that you deserve. So why would mm-hmm. you think about but then, that? But then you can also you can also go out
1: there, give them exciting fights, be a champion, but the minute that you do fuck do you mess up, oh, oh there's that, that black guy.
0: Oh, bro, <laughs> even better yet, I mean, look, look at Tyron Woodley. Tyron Woodley did everything right for I don't know how long and they could not wait they couldn't wait for him to lose the moment he took an L we're still waiting for that man to fight.
1: It, it, it. They're putting him on the sideline. And, now just, and then then they're also waiting for him to fuck up. Once he fucks up, or, can I say that? Bro, fuck <laughs> damn Damn. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> minute he, he gets into trouble, then that's when they'll start blasting him out there even more. Absolutely. Because they're waiting for that. Oh, man. I- he already lost his championship. But the thing is, he didn't lose his championship to, hate to say, it, to a Caucasian guy. If the, he lost his championship to a, a white guy, then it'll be a completely different oh. story right by now. But he lost it to another black guy. Mm-hmm. And Usman's a great fighter. Usman's from Dallas, just like I am, and he has high accolades in wrestling. But please tell me why that they're not promoting Usman like how he should be promoted. Now, if uh, what's that? Sorry for any Trump supporters on here. That Trump he supporter that if he would, if he was out there like Kobe. yeah, if that food would, if, if that food would have won, then you already know they would have blasted him out there like a superstar. But they're not doing yeah. it today. Usman. And Usman's a great fighter. I like Usman's style. I've been knowing Usman way before he got into UFC. And Usman's a great dude. And he should be blasted out there like how how he should be. But because he's a different color, yeah.
0: And, and it, when not. you think about Usman, I really do believe, and I want to ask you about Usman, man. Because, again, we're talking about that Nigerian connection. I swear, Africa is crushing MMA right now. I mean, everybody, you're looking at everything from one. You got, you know, I mean, multiple champions in the UFC. You have, you know, Sadiq Yusuf in the UFC. We got all these guys, and it's coming really from, you know, one spot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, and, and it's, um, yeah, but one thing I want to say about, about, um, about Usman is this. It's, it's incredible when I see somebody as talented as him, and he, he is starting to get better on the mic. I'll give him that. But he he literally went yeah. out there and beat one of the top two to three greatest welterweights of all time, and he isn't getting the props that he deserves. And I'm sure it is like you said, it is from the type of guy that he is it's a little bit again. It's about the skin tone, all the all the above. Um, but with that, we're seeing you know Adesanya. We're seeing that that jump from you know Africa and the Nigerian guys. Man, what what? How do you feel just being from Nigeria, man? Nigerian boy, like.
1: How does that feel for you seeing that? Shoot, hey, bro, I'm, I'm proud of them. <laughs> if, if I could wear my chief suit, yeah. my chief suit right now. <laughs> I, I'm actually very proud, and I'm actually glad that I was, like, the first Nigerian to even step into UFC. That's what's And up. they said I just started off, and I'm happy about that. And now we got not just one champ, not just one UFC champion, but two of them, two. 185 and 170. So I'm very proud of my Nigerian people. Oh,
0: dude, and, and you
1: guys. And I, hope they, I, and I hope they keep on doing it don't allow nothing that these people are saying to them the mistake that i always made is how when when i was fighting for usc is when they told me to make sure you go out there you 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 go out there and put everything on the line no what you need to do is just go out there and fight don't worry about that don't worry about if you get the bonus you get the bonus Mm -hmm. but if you don't get the bonus then you, you got your pay but just go out there put on a good show and then that's it that's all you need to worry about 'Cause once you hear that, go out there and fight, make sure you put everything online, go out there and do what you need to do. Then you'll start like making all these mistakes and then try to rush into a fight and then what happens? You get you get KO'd or you lose the fight or you know, for some uh stupid mistake that you make, like you rush in, yeah. try to knock the person out. Yeah. Just go out there, be you know, just be free, have fun and
0: Relax. Stay relaxed in there, dude. It, you really have to do. It, it, it's funny you say that too, man. Because you're seeing a lot of people, especially with everything that's going on with uh with with COVID nineteen. And honestly, bro, I hope everything's going. I hope you're doing well. Hope the fam and everybody's doing well because this shit's crazy. Uh, but
1: it, I'm staying within my dome, man. I'm staying like.
0: Who <laughs> you telling? <laughs> ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Straight up, man. <laughs> oh.
1: Jay, hey, you, you sneeze or you a uh, small little cop? I'm running my ass on the opposite way. I ain't coming around nobody, dude. I'm telling you, I'm over here. You walking <laughs> I might, down the street, I might, yeah. I might be African with, uh, with the African, uh, great uh, immune system, but I want to put that music <laughs> to the test, you know.
0: <laughs> Yo, straight up, man. I say everybody's walking outside looking like ninjas and bandits, and I'm okay. I'm right there with them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You were wearing hazmat suits and shit. You got those little uh, big-ass uh, face masks with the little breather on the side. Right. I saw that at Walmart. Could you believe? That's crazy. Dog,
0: I, I saw this dude go out there with a pant, like the top of a pot, and he put it in yeah. his face, and he pulled the hoodie on over it, so he looked like he literally was bubble boy. Walking around with this pot lid on his glass pot lid on his face, <laughs> going to the store.
1: Can we hold that you to see?
0: <laughs> right, no, no, so he had the, the, the glass joint. The, oh, the clear? Yeah, a clear joint. Oh. So he had it like, on his face, oh. man. Looked like a straight astronaut. <laughs> good protect,
1: good protect nothing. <laughs> There's like so many, so That's many errors that Eric can like see through like come up.
0: Man, I, I've saw, I've seen that. I've seen all kinds of wild stuff, man. People, especially, dude, in, the internet is undefeated. They they showed us all the the, the tomfoolery out there. Man, is nuts. Um, but but let yeah. me ask you this, man. One thing that I think is really dope. And again, we're and we're noticing again. I'm seeing again. Sticking with you know uh, Nigeria, we have Adesanya, right? He's out there, and it's somebody that—and I want to kind of talk about specifically like your style, right? This is a strike-first guy, right? We're starting to notice a lot more—I don't want to say traditional kickboxers. We're getting guys who are high-level kickboxers making their way into MMA— We've seen the jujitsu wave, we've seen the boxing, we've seen the wrestling wave. Now we're starting to see these a lot of big guys, you know, the kickboxers. And honestly, you were one of the guys that was like the leader of the new school, essentially. You know what I'm saying? Coming out there with the, that kickboxing mentality. How do you, How do? when you see it, man, where do you see kickboxing in terms of the, the hierarchy of skills that people need to know? And when you see that, like, are you seeing stuff where Adesanya's doing? It's like, damn, like that's, I, I like how he's doing that.
1: The one thing I I do like about Asano is he uses his really mm-hmm. You know okay, like well, like right at the end of his punches and he's very, he's extremely slick yeah. he's a screamy, extremely slick fighter that's why people it takes you have to like like throw heavy bombs no not I wouldn't say heavy bombs heavy bombs on top of uh let's say uh using um in and outs and feints yeah. in order to be able to catch yeah, in a, and especially in order to be able to throw him away, but he's so slick at it. Yeah. But nobody, people don't understand that that's what you have to do in order to hit this guy or even like lay a, lay a hand on him. So it's going to be a very long time before, well, hopefully, it's going to be a very long time before anybody can outstrike that kid because he's, he's the truth, especially in, especially in that stand-up. Area. And he's lucky that nobody as as a good stand-up as he is at in the 185 right now. No. No, no. I don't know they're saying that uh, I forgot that uh, Brazilian guy's name Holocausto? the heart yeah I, they're saying that. I don't see it they're, I don't see it I'm gonna keep it a buck from what from what they're saying they're saying like he's the Brazilian uh, uh, in, uh, in Ghana do you see that
0: I, I haven't I haven't seen him I, fight yet but. okay so look I, I'm gonna be honest I'm gonna keep it a, a buck I don't see it. I I, I don't think don't see- he's I don't think he's fast enough. I don't think he's slick enough. Um, I've never seen him set up his shots. He he utilizes his his size, um, his strength. He's extremely athletic, but um, okay. we also got to think about this is a guy that realistically hasn't competed in martial arts very long. Um, he used to be a, a powerlifting dude. He ended up falling into it within the last. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's why he's all jacked. And he fell into it, he said, over the last five or six years or so. When you're talking about somebody who's been kickboxing, has over 80 professional kickboxing fights, it, it's a different beast. You know what I'm saying? When you are going in there with him, especially in terms, at least for me, the competition. Um, he's tough as hell. He's big. I thought he lost to to um, Yoel Romero. Uh
1: who uh, Acosta? Acosta, yeah,
0: yeah. I thought Acosta, or, I thought they both. I mean, no, no. I thought Adesanya beat Yoel. Yoel didn't do nearly enough.
1: He, he... Yeah. Man, that from all that talk that people were saying, hey, like he highly disappointed. He highly disappointed me. I, I'm not saying that uh that I wish that he beat Adesanya. It, it's just the fact that how he normally performs, yes. that he didn't perform like. He normally performs and in, in, in order to give a good fight yeah. that's that's the area that he disappointed me on because i've seen him give out like i've seen him like Duke. matter of fact we we fought on the same car together one time when he threw the flying knee and knocked that kid out oh, and man. he actually beat me at uh, night that night because i fought uh um what's that kid uh the one i knocked out with the left hand
0: i knocked him out with the left hook. But don't give any, And he beat me for that. You you know I I, I was I, like I got Google, brother. I find out exactly which one it was. Don't get don't get it twisted. <laughs> I just have you. I had your record pulled up as it is. <laughs> yeah, because
1: because that, that was the first day. Because when I saw that fight in the back when I was warming up, I was like, yeah, man, that that motherfucker is gonna be a, a handful. <laughs> and I I thought that they were gonna. I thought once they stepped into that, and then all the stuff that he was talking about before, talking before the fight, bro. Sis, I thought he was gonna give up. This well, uh, dropping to one knee, like giving him, giving Edisano, uh, a reason to, a, a, a way to be able to knock him out. Like, why are you doing that, bro? Dog. And,
0: and you know what? <laughs> like, I'm be honest with you that I hate, and I think you you could attest to this being a striker. I hate, I hate when people sit there and they go out there and they try to say, um, oh, when you beat Roger Bowling, that dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that's him. Yeah, man, yeah, my brother. yeah, same. Dude that, that was yeah, cool. the fucker that was, beat me
1: it, dude,
0: Yeah the fucker a, beat me for knockout. a nasty dude oh that's that's oh that has to so when you get a good knockout you're like I got it this is it I know I got it He yeah. like yeah
1: oh. <laughs> throughout that whole night, like, yeah throughout that whole night nobody else knocked out anybody here comes this fucker he throws that I think he threw it like a flying knee and knocked that knocked homeboy out the dude that uh I think it was the guy that trained with um with GSP I think that's who he knocked
0: out that um, night. The the big black dude, the the thick yeah. dude. Yep. I, yeah. And and, that, yeah, and he I was looking was, good too. That guy. And that's the thing about dude. He always looks good. The thing that bothered me about this fight, and I think you could probably attest to this. I hate when people say strikers run. Strikers are not running. We're getting angles, and we're not sitting there trying to be punching bags. I think that like there's a big difference in that. And it's amazing to me but, that. Um, MMA media doesn't talk about that. Nobody talks about that. Like just being a striker. When you see that, and you hear people talking, essentially talking shit about strikers. When you see that, man, what goes into it for you? When I see that, I was like, I, I'm, I never want
1: to argue with anybody that like that because I know that they don't know what the hell they're talking about. But they gotta understand you're playing you're playing a, 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 a smart game with your opponent. You don't want to play a dumbass game and then be one of these fighters that can continue fighting at the age of 35, they gotta retire because they've been through they like so many battles. But if you play a smart game and prolong your, be able to prolong your career, then I would rather take that versus than go out there and
0: NPC. get my head bashed in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay,
1: in the middle of the ring. So yeah. So if they wanna, so if they wanna call me a boring, if they wanna call that person a boring striker, then so then so be it. At least that is playing a much better game than the next person that's uh, – Then you can watch that next person that's going to go out there and stand, and stand and bang in the middle of the middle, middle of the cage. If you want to see somebody so, standing stand
0: and bang in the middle of the cage, go watch Bare Knuckle Fighting. <laughs> yeah. But then you see how long those
1: fuckers last. <laughs> they don't last that long. Dude, 30, 30. And then half of them can, can, you even talk, can articulate correctly with you. Absolutely,
0: man. So... Well, it, yeah. it, the 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 way that the combat sports game has grown is nuts, man. Um for yourself, you you you've been your last couple of fights were Muay Thai with 1. I personally love what 1 Championship has been doing. Um it, everyone that I've spoken to that's revolved around the organization really seems like they enjoy it, man. How has your experience been with 1?
1: My experience with 1 it has been a wonderful experience. I love 1. I love the way they treat, uh, treat their fighters. They treat their fighters with a lot of respect and a lot of love. Wow, and crazy. they do like, they do a lot for their, for their fighters and they're not, they actually like look at them as, as fighters and not just as, you know, just that
0: just, person. Right, right. Just entities. So
1: they look, yeah, you money, facts, you know. Yeah. So uh, they do a lot for us. Mm-hmm. They'll make sure that we're okay before we do anything else. They'll give us like three or four CT scans before they even allow us to to fight. Really? And and with this whole uh, weight cutting thing, so that's a good thing that they're. That's another good thing that they're actually looking out for their fighters is the whole weight cut. You can't cut any weight right. at all. So whatever you, you walk around at, So that's let's say, <laughs> yeah, majority every fifty-five fight weight, fight shape is supposed to walk around at least one sixty-five to one. Okay. So if you're not in that area, then you're considered a lightweight. Right. If you're if you're about like uh, 195 to, and so you have to stay. Uh, 17 pounders have to stay around in that area. Okay. Okay. 85 percent around two, two, uh, things like uh, 210 or 220. Okay. So you can't drop that. So if they if they see that you drop some of that, so when you get into fight shape, you have to be in fight shape weight. So 5 Shade Weight would be, for me, it would be like 167 because that's where I normally get down to when I'm 5 Shade Weight.
0: That, you would so, feel and, great. That's one thing
1: I, yeah, bro, you feel... I When when I used to cut down to like 155, I used to feel like shit. And trying, to, uh, and trying to recover, trying to get all that weight back, it still was tough. Yeah, I made it to like 170, but I still felt like right. shit. But then 5 I feel much better at fight day, but I'm still feeling kind of weak until I start, until I like guzzle down like a a gallon of water, like in the back or something like that. And then that's when I
0: start feeling. So the day of the
1: fight, that's when I start feeling better.
0: And you can't possibly be having the best performances if you're that, you know, essentially sucked down. You know, it can't happen. So your, your performances for you, do you feel like they've been better since you've been competing with one? They have.
1: I feel much stronger fighting at 167 than I did at 55 mm-hmm. I feel a lot more faster mm-hmm. and I don't feel so much uh, so sluggish that's great because and I feel like I feel like my mind is able to actually work better mm-hmm. when I'm fighting at 167 versus 155 because yeah. I feel more free so that's why I like they' doing there versus out here they really need to pick up on that they seriously do. They, they don't. don't have much if to if all these organizations bring that over to, to them. to that. I,
0: I really think I agree with you, man. I think that would be one of the best bets for it, man. It seems like for you guys that that's the best for you. You know what I'm saying? And you felt the best and everything. Why wouldn't they take that on? Um, Unless you didn't want to have the best possible, you know, performances. To me, that doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like the way one is um, doing it is awesome. I don't
1: understand why I think, like Bellator, UFC, they'll just want to do that. I think they'll have much, and they wouldn't have like so many fighters like uh, backing out of fights because they have to go to the hospital because they're dehydrated. You know, I think all those problems would.
0: Would, would not exist anymore mm-hmm. if they were like
1: go into this type of system that they're doing over at one
0: man um being that you have you've competed in wec ufc one man you've had an amazing career you've fought at some of the best organizations in the not even some you fought at the best organizations in the world um, how has the, how has, how, how has, like, being a veteran in the game now, man, being able to, to be in all of those, how has those experiences in this in your career to this point have been? Like, how do you see, like, that journey?
1: From being in WC, UFC has been great, but now moving on to championship has been, it's been something, like, completely different than I've ever experience with all these other ones and i, I think with the people that i fought i had like a great career and i showed the world uh, what type of fighter that i am Absolutely. i've never backed down. i've never backed down from <clears throat> any fights i've never been given any easy fights <laughs> yeah. every single fight that i've had has always been like top 10 mm-hmm. top 10 and, and i feel and i feel very proud of myself from where i've started from where i started off at to where i am I mean, and i and i'm glad that i can like label i can say yeah i fought this person i fought this person i fought this person yeah i lost this person i won this person i even beat a uh a k1 champion uh six-time k1 champion i beat him and i he he, he yeah he even beat Bocao so i'm very proud about that so, dude i never i never got any recognition for it But I'm very proud proud of myself that I actually did it. Bro, why
0: haven't you gotten recognition for that? Because even when you look at it, like, I saw that on, like, one of one sheets. But all the share dogs, MMA fighting, all the fight metrics, nobody told... Why is that not on there, bro? Because I know about that fight.
1: Bro, I don't... Ray Seffel didn't even know I did that. Ray Seffel thought I was full... Ray Seppo thought I was lying until I showed him. Because Ray Seffel couldn't even believe it.
0: Yeah. Because
1: nobody was blasting were not blasting it out like that.
0: And for those who don't, don't know, a lot of- it's Andy Sauer. Okay, Andy Sauer is yeah. one of the greatest kickboxers of all time, and you beat him.
1: <laughs> Dude, he be one of he be one of the greatest uh, Muay Thai fighters in the world. He be book out like, come on, and I ended up beating him.
0: Dog. Like, yo, how was that I can say that
1: I'm, I'm very proud. Of him.
0: Then you should be huh? proud of that. Man. Oh, that's amazing. Oh,
1: like- <laughs> When he rose by hand, it was like the greatest feeling of my life. Because then that's when I was like, you know what, I can do this. When I left UFC, and that was like my debut uh, fight with uh, one championship. And when I beat him, I was like, I I can do this. And I, that's when I told myself I can do this. Like fuck all that shit that happened in UFC. Fuck losing my contract with UFC. When I beat him, thing just came back to me. And I was like, yeah. I can
0: do this. There's nothing. that 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 is like, you talking about a feather in your cap, bro? Beating Andy Sauer is, it, and again, if people don't don't know the kickboxing game, man, it, it's, uh. I, I, first of all, I don't get why people don't pay attention to kickboxing more. Now, that's one thing that I love that one is doing. Um, because, you, you know, it's funny. Everybody always talks shit. Oh, why are they on the ground? Oh, why are they doing this? But we have a yeah, sport that's all striking with all the moves that we like. And nobody pays
1: attention
0: to it. Yeah. So I'm happy that one. They're is sleeping.
1: Doing. They're sleeping on one. They need a people. One, what one needs to do is just have a show out here one one time. Absolutely. Absolutely. If they could have a show out on the States once one time, I bet you, people will love it just like how they love Pride, because the fighters that they haven't won, I'm telling you, if they all came to UFC or Bellator, they would demolish. Now, any of those fighters?
0: Hey, look, I love. I, Alvarez. I, I don't know.
1: I think, yeah, yeah I, I love him. He went out there. Thinking, he went out there thinking, "I, I like Eddie. I yeah. like Eddie too." When I went out there to help Edson to get ready for Cowboy, we all trained. We all trained together. He's a great yeah. dude. Yeah. But they were all thinking, especially the little pretty boy kid who hasn't fought nobody bro. that's getting all this recognition. Why they give him Cosmo? For
0: why they give him Cosmo? Man? For,
1: <laughs> bro, because. He he super.
0: <laughs> Man.
1: Cause he thought he was super. He thought he could beat everybody. And the funniest thing is I was talking to uh uh Uriah hit me up about him. So Uriah was talking to me about Cosmo the day of that fight. And they didn't know anything about Cosmo. And I was like, bro Y'all better be ready, because Cosmo ain't, he's no slouch. And then that's when I found out that Cosmo actually did MMA. I didn't even know that. Yeah, I
0: think he had, he's, like, two uh, he three was, fights when he was with the Black Zillions. Yeah, yep.
1: yeah dude, I didn't even know that. dude. He was, uh, and he's a uh, purple belt, I think he's now in the brown belt in jujitsu. Yeah, I was like, yo, yeah, <laughs> y'all are in for... A-
0: he's, he's another one, fought Nikki Holskin a couple times. Now, granted, Nikki Doe was yeah. the number one. Yeah. But he has some big kickboxing wins, man. Oh Cosmo's man, a beast! <laughs> that
1: was, dude. What... I remember when he was fighting for lion fights out here. Yeah, yeah that was the first time I became a, a fan of Cosmo. Dude. Yeah, he was, he was dro- he was dropping people like he like a, a a fly hitting a, a bug spray. <laughs> <laughs> He was dropping them. back.
0: Dude, the worst <laughs> KO. He has one of the worst KOs I've ever seen. He he cracked this one dude. Dude falls, and he catches him with the knee right as he's falling down. Yeah, when he, yeah, he front tripped yes. him. He front, he front tripped him. Yep, that's so it. So he front tripped
1: yep. him down and him with the same leg. That he front tripped him with. That yes. shit was that shit was impressive. I tried to do that one time. It didn't work. <laughs> I tried to do it in the gym but I don't know if I, playing, if I was playing my leg right or I'm pushing it right or what. Or I was hitting the right spot on their leg. Yeah, but it didn't work. Dude, yo, <laughs> but it was, it was it was a crazy it was a crazy ass knockout.
0: I could I can't even drill that on the bag the right way. You know what I'm
1: saying? I know that was I was trying my best to. Maybe it was a person that I was going up against, like uh, one of our heavyweight fighters. I was trying to do it on him. Yeah, it's just too thick. But then I was like, yeah, I think that's what it was. He was just too heavy for for my little ass to you know. But uh, I was trying. What? Like, well, why is this motherfucker move, uh, Falling forward. Bro. And I tried to sweep him again. I tried to swing him again until so he like started coming forward on me. Maybe if I was doing. Maybe I think I was doing it right. I wasn't timing it correctly. Right. But yeah, that. He did it, man.
0: That shit was, like, so impressive. But, dude, yeah. you, but you hit it. One has I'm monsters. Like, there's yeah. monsters in one, and people don't pay attention to it, man. And, and I and I hope that one day there is a, like, essentially like a Super Bowl at the end of the year with all the, and the organizations and all the champs fight each other. That's what I want to see. I, I know Dana's not for that shit, but I'm all about it. <laughs> like, like, Dana's not going to He can't. He can't have
1: control. He ain't down for it. Cause he should he should have had like a super fight in uh, Bellator like a long time ago. A super fight in uh, a lead uh, a lead XC back in the day a long time ago. Oh, uh, Strike back back in the day a long time. Ago. Like all those organizations should have been having super fights. Like how they do with WBA, WB, uh WBO, uh, WBC, uh, IBF, all that stuff today. If if they all combine and did that kind of stuff, man, it'll it'll be MMA and kickboxing. I mean, well, MMA will be a whole lot better. Yeah. People won't be having like have to worry and mm-hmm. about their job really, because yeah. they can balance organizations. You know, and, but, and it's
0: like I said, it's more cash for everybody. Everybody yeah. has more cash to go around, and and I've always been somebody that's a proponent of everybody getting paid. So to me, when I'm seeing those things, I'm like, one, I hear people over there, especially at one and things. And again, it's, and I want to ask you, like, how is being in Asia? Like, how has that experience been? Because I mean, as a fighter, as a fight fan, Japan, Singapore, all that shit, I grew up watching Pride. Like, I think that's yeah. awesome. So that's why I love the, I love what I'm seeing from one. It, it brings back those feels. Risen does also, but but one really does. You know what I'm saying? Um, how, how has that experience been? What
1: was that? I'm sorry. Well, yeah, because you're, you're traveling all the way, <clears throat> all in different uh, Asian countries. So it's, it's, it's actually been a great experience because I'm able to see all the Asian countries that I've always wanted to go and see. And I mean, with me growing up with Asian Asians, like all my life. So it's it's an, it was an experience, yeah. but, it's, but I, I felt like it was already an experience I already had because all my friends I grew up with were Japanese, uh, Vietnamese, Chinese, Cambodian. Uh, I was half Chinese and half Vietnamese, so okay. it's. But just going out there and seeing like the actual culture and seeing the difference, yeah, it was it was it was a wonderful experience, and I can't I seriously can't wait to go back to Japan again. That's Japan amazing. and Singapore, That's those hilarious. two places, hands down, the best place I ever been
0: to. Man. Dude, those are two very high oh, on my list. In, in Thailand. Thailand. I had a lot of fun in Thailand. Have you yeah, ever? been, to, took, have you been yeah. to a train out there? Yeah,
1: yeah. We trained in uh, Sasi Prapa the first time. First time we am we trained in Sassi Prapa. The next time we're gonna go to, uh, we're gonna go to Sasi Prapa again. Then we're gonna yeah. go to. Uh, uh, I wanna go to AKA
0: in Phuket. Yeah. 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 Oh, dude, that'd be amazing, yeah. bro. Well, it's brother, good. look. I, I don't want to take up too much of your time today. I really appreciate your time, man. Seriously, bro, this has been awesome. I could talk to you all day. Uh, we're going to get you out here with a couple quick hits then, okay? A um, couple things. It's 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 COVID time. We all in here, man. What have you been doing to keep yourself? With- I see the weights behind you, man. At least you look like you're out there still working out, yeah. man. You know, we'll get, yeah. what, what have you been Beginning. doing? Just getting it? <laughs>
1: um, right now, actually, just been working out in my, in my home gym, you know? Uh, finally been setting everything up and uh, just keeping busy with that, keeping busy with, like, playing games with my girl. Um, I started going back into uh, car tuning, so I started tuning on my car. Okay. Yeah, I put, like, an exhaust, you know, yeah, so now I have that Fast and Furious car now. That's, so what kind of whip <laughs> you at? Uh, Lexus IS uh, three hundred and fifty.
0: Yo, smooth whip, man. It, it's I don't know what happened. It seems like recently I started. I just realized that Lexus is dope again. I feel like as a kid, I'm like, oh, they cool. And then I now I'm like, I'm thirty four now. I'm like, damn, these mugs are dope again.
1: <laughs> you can do that so much, man, because I had a IS three, I uh two thousand five IS three hundred. Okay, and I fixed it up. I put a two JZ into that one and single turbo on that. That <laughs> motherfucker was sweet. I love that car. Now with this one, I'm about to do the same thing because I have like so much free time. But the only bad thing is parts and all that stuff come uh, take so long to come now. But you know, do you- just using this time to fix up, fix up the car that I've been wanting to fix up for like a uh, long time. It was it was my project car that I bought like what three years ago. That's so Never got. To- it was like traveling and all that stuff. But now that I have this free time, I'm shit. I'm almost done. By the time all this stuff is done. The only thing that's next is just uh, engine work and putting a single turbo on it. Well,
0: that's what's, well. That means you you oh, definitely yeah. got to put that on your social media, man. We got to see that when it's done. Oh,
1: bit by bit, like to, like today, <clears throat> I did a co-star on my new exhaust that I got. Okay. Yeah, I'm about to post that in a little. That's what's
0: yeah. up. That's what's <laughs> up, man. All right, and, and two more things. Um, give me it's a classic fight. Well, people again. In it, this time, man, get some Corona and combat in, man. What around? What What is a classic fight that fight fan? If you're not a fight fan, you need to watch. A uh, uh,
1: classic fight of mine, or a classic fight of yeah.
0: Give me one of yours. Give me else's. one of yours. Give me one of somebody else's. That one of you like going back and talking to watching.
1: Going back and talking about the only thing I remember the one pride. Okay. A long time ago, when. And this is when I fell in love with pride when I watched Rampage Jackson versus Wanderlei Silva. Wanderlei Silva was hands down the Wanderlei Silva is actually one of the main person that got me liking MMA. Me too. Because <laughs> the way he fought <laughs> the way he fought, I was like, bro, that's a motherfucking vicious killer right there. Dude. So he was like the Mike Tyson back then. I was yes! say I know a lot of people are gonna disagree with me. No, but to me I feel like he was a Mike Tyson of MMA. MMA back then. Yeah. Dude. But now we got a completely different, I think, like all that steroid use that he was using back in the day, up to him. So, but yeah. What you that mean, That fight man? between him. <laughs> that, yeah, that fight between him and uh and Rampage Jackson when he, I love you, Rampage, don't say that. <laughs> but, but that fight was good. But when he uh, had him laid up on the ropes. Yes. And then... Then Rampage came back, got his redemption, and then ended up knocking on UFC. Oh. So, like having that kind of, having those kind of fights is actually like the best fight because you could be like, yeah, I, I got beat by this guy two times yep. in Pride, yeah, but then at one time he come back and in UFC, I knock, I get my, I get my redemption back, and I knock him out. So that's like, those are. Those fights are like the type of fights I like to watch. Man,
0: those those are amazing, man. That fight, honestly, that that uh Rampage Vendolay 2 um, is up for me one of my top pride fights of all time. Like that is right there in the oh. mix. It's an amazing fight, man. Um and last thing, what's the best fight movie you what, what, what what's the fight movie we should watch?
1: The best fight movie, uh damn. I just watched one like not too long ago. It was a dope ass one too. Damn, fuck, I can't remember. I watched like so many damn movies. But all-time favorite movie, Blessboard.
0: It's on Netflix now.
1: <laughs> yes, I just saw that.
0: And uh
1: but damn, I'm trying to remember this new one that I just watched. It's dope as hell. It's uh it's that Asian, it's that Thai guy.
0: Uh, Raid Redemption.
1: He, he. It's not that one, but he was he was a guy on there. But that movie is that movie is cold though. Amazing, yeah. That movie is cold though. Part one, was cold. Yeah. That yeah. little guy with the long yeah. hair. That he, that man who starts doing this shit. shit? Right. Yes,
0: that guy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then he beat up everybody. Then he killed his he killed yep. his boy. He yeah. That movie. That guy yeah. was cold.
0: <laughs> That's what's up, man. Well, look, man, Anthony, bro. Thank you again for your time. Um, where can people find you? Uh, so we and again, again, one thousand percent, man. Thanks again. Where can they find you? And uh, parting thoughts.
1: If you guys want to follow me, you can follow me on IG. I'm Anthony N J O K U A N i am anthony at uh, IG. You can also catch me on Facebook, Anthony Jokewani on Face Anthony Joku. Actually, I'm sorry, on uh, Facebook, and I also got Twitter, Anthony and Joku on Twitter. It is, man. So oh, yeah, you follow me on those platforms, man. I'm here. <laughs> I ain't going to work. I'm there 24-7. <laughs> Always are This
0: is joy, man. Well, brother, thank you so much again for your time, man. I hope we get to do this again. And, um, yo, much much success. In the, for, honestly, for the rest of your career has been amazing, but for continued success.
1: Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you for having Absolutely. me. I
0: appreciate that, yeah, bro. Have a good man. All right, That's brother. You success. too. All right, guys. All right, that was my conversation with Anthony Injikwani. Yo, that was a good one, man. Uh, I had a good time talking to him. I, and though to me, those are my favorite, man. When I have an opportunity to actually sit back and just have full blown conversation, man. Um, where it just feels natural to me that's the best man cool dude super cool dude and i really hope i have an opportunity to speak to him again on the show man but uh with that being said uh this has been episode 206 of the fight podcast and this is episode 9 live man so we'll keep the party coming thank you again once again the hot mic and uh yo thank you guys for your time uh this is serge the host of the fight podcast see you guys next time peace out